James Cash Penny, better known as J.C. Penny, was born in 1875 on a farm outside of Hamilton, Missouri. He was one of 12 children. Penny intended to go to college with hopes of becoming a lawyer, but his father's death changed everything. Penny took a job as a store clerk to support the family. Well, Penny had a strong work ethic and was a good salesman, and slowly but surely, he built the J.C. Penny Company empire. By the 1920s, the Penny Company had expanded nationwide with 1,400 stores. And then, in 1929, the stock market crashed. Penny was left in financial ruins. Penny lost virtually all of his personal wealth and began borrowing against his life insurance policies to meet payroll. His life began spiraling downward. He was beset with worry and anxiety to the point he couldn't sleep at night. He developed the shingles. His doctor put him on bed rest, but nothing seemed to help. Eventually, he more or less had a nervous breakdown and checked himself into the Battle Creek Sanatorium. One morning, on the brink of despair in the sanatorium, Penny heard singing coming from the sanatorium chapel. The hymn pierced his heart and soul. They were singing, God will take care of you. J.C. Penny described that experience as a miracle. In his own words, he said, I felt as if I was instantly lifted out of darkness into warm, brilliant sunlight. I felt as if I was transported from hell to paradise. I felt the power of God as I had never felt it before. I realized that I alone was responsible for all my troubles I knew that God, with his love, was there to help me. From that day on, Penny lived his life free of worry. He ended up living to be 95. And while he was president of the J.C. Penny Company, his stores were never open on Sunday so that his employees could go to church. The most powerful line to me in the day's gospel is when Jesus says, Apart from me, you can do nothing. Let that sink into our hearts and souls. Apart from Jesus, we can do nothing. Nobody here willed themselves into being. Our very lives are a gift from God. God willed us into being out of love. And God is holding us in existence with every breath we take. If God stopped thinking about us for one moment, we would cease to exist. We can't live apart from God. But how often in our pride do we live as if we don't really need God? Perhaps we think, I'm invincible. We hear people say, I'm a self-made man. I'm a self-made woman. Like the young J.C. Penney, we think we can conquer the world. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking hard work and ambition. We're not called to passivity. God wants us to cooperate with grace. But in humility, we're called to live in the truth of our nothingness apart from God. My life, my talents, they're all a gift from God. And so we're called to give God the glory. I think we often at some point in our lives get this gospel backwards. Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches. But how many of us live like, I'm the vine, and Jesus is just one of the many branches of my life. I have my work life, my family life, my social life, and yeah, if I'm devout, I devote time for God and prayer each day and an hour on Sunday. Jesus is just, though, one of many branches of my life. This is how the young J.C. Penney was living. Jesus wasn't the center. And then the gospel says, we will be pruned. The stock market crashed. Difficulties arise in our lives. 
All of this is allowed by God to make us realize our dependence on the Lord. Why was J.C. Penney overcome with worry? Because of his self-reliance. It was only when he surrendered to the Lord and made Jesus the center that he found peace. See, Jesus doesn't want to be just one branch among many in our lives. He wants to be the center. He is the vine. Hans Urs von Balthasar is a famous Swiss theologian, and he put it this way. He said, we're either living in the ego drama or the theodrama. The ego drama is when I think, life is about me. I'm the star of the show. I'm the vine. And people really only have importance insofar as they build me up and meet my needs. Well, the moment of conversion is we realize we're called to be a part of the theodrama, something much bigger than our own little world. God's drama. God is the producer of the show. God's in charge. God is the vine. And in God's whole plan of salvation, he has a role for you and me to play. You see, our ego world is a small place. We're often fraught with worry, trying to control our little worlds, clinging to our worldly empires, trying to protect what's mine. God wants us to be a part of something much bigger, part of his drama, to live our lives in communion with him, not just an hour a week, but 24-7, 365. We're called to live our lives in constant communion with the vine. Apart from the vine, we wither. How do we do this? How do we live our lives in communion with Jesus? Three simple ways. First, the Eucharist. It's no accident Jesus spoke this gospel at the Last Supper. He said the story of the vine and branches at the Last Supper to emphasize that it's in the Eucharist that he abides in us and we in him. We call it Holy Communion. The word communion means to be in union with. Not only is our union with Jesus deepened in the Eucharist as we encounter the Lord, but our union with each other. Think of that vine and all the branches. Well, the branches are connected to each other through Jesus. Second prayer. Prayer is all about living in communion with God and growing in friendship with the Lord. Jesus tells us, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you will and it shall be done for you. Spend time daily immersed in the Word, allowing the Word to abide in us. Read, reflect, meditate on the Word. And finally, we live our lives in communion with the vine by keeping His commandments. Those who keep His commandments abide in Him and He in them. John, 1 John three twenty two. Padre Pio said, Sin isn't so much breaking a law as breaking a relationship. If we choose to break a commandment, we break our communion with Christ. Now, here's the good news. When we live our lives in communion with Jesus, connected to the vine, we bear fruit. What are the fruits of the Spirit? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, long-suffering, gentleness, faith, modesty, self-control, and chastity. Aren't these fruits that we all want? See, this is what happened to J.C. Penney. When he heard that song, God will take care of you, his life changed. He was snapped out of the ego drama, out of trying to be the vine, and into the theodrama, accepting Jesus as the vine. And connected to Jesus, he found peace. <laughs>